Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King one sneaking minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us today are returning guests, Andrew and Kestra Dorowski. Hello. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. I just have to say, this is the first time recording Lord of the Rings Minute where I am not pregnant. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very glad. <laughs> It's okay. just the last. Right. It, it, it means it's the first time that we're recording without a trash can next to us, just in case. Yes, that oh, is true. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, my God. Where I'm not sick, and I'm. Well, I, but, but this time, think, Andrew's sick. Yes, but I'm not vomiting. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if both previous times we've been on, Kestra definitely vomited once during recording. Oh, I'm not no. sure. I'm not sure. It, you can save it for Denethor eating. It's fun Ew. to remember things like that and be like, wait a second. Okay, did Kestra vomit during this one? Because I remember some episodes of... I remember episodes of Disney Animation Minute where she definitely did. Yes. And we just muted our terrible. microphone and then I right? kept it going while she recovered. Oh, man. That's rough. I'm Well, I'm glad that you're not putting... Like, well, not putting up with that, but going through that right now. Y- yes. <laughs> what a... What a great way to start Monday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what minute are we talking about? We're talking about minute 86, which starts I don't know. with Gollum throwing the Lembus bread over the side of this little cliff uh-huh. and ends with Frodo's eyes bolting open. So so Gollum really 86 that bread. Oh, right? my God. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys play blah, with this. I've heard blah. of people who play D&D rules. If you have to roll a D100... If you roll an 86, it's the worst possible outcome. Oh, really? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, man. You gotta dead. use your use your <laughs> numbers to make fun. Man. That's funny. That is hilarious, actually. I know stuff happens if I have to roll a D100 if I roll a 1 or a 100, regardless of of what, what I'm rolling it for, but I don't know. That's so funny. I might start doing that. They, they have another one, but I don't, it might be a little too explicit. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> nice. It's the, it's the best possible outcome, is what they describe it as. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. How have I not thought about that yet? I don't know. That's silly. Okay. I love it. So, uh, this minute, Gollum throws the bread over the side. He Sam wakes up, kind of sees what he's doing, uh-huh. accuses him of sneaking around. Fat Hobbit. Always so polite. <laughs> Smeagol shows you secret ways nobody else could find. Is is this the sassiest Gollum has ever been? I feel like it is. Probably. It's, it's up there, yeah. It probably, yeah, the delivery of, well, what were you doing then? Sneak. Yeah, like, yes. he is. <laughs> so good. Like, he's being very overt in his sass in this one. Yes, absolutely. Like, sometimes it's subversive sass, and sometimes it's overt sass. And this is... Overt sass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like Gandalf sass. <laughs> That's funny. This is just right up there. This um this chunk of dialogue is not taken verbatim, but like the spirit of it is taken from 
that animated Return of the King. Yeah, it's very, very close. Because we, I definitely remember that that creepy golem being like sneaking. Like. Yeah, sneaking. <laughs> it's. I think that's my favorite delivery of golem of any line. Really? And then a very close second is we must starve. Yeah, mine's we must starve. <laughs> <laughs> Just collapsing in the dead marshes. Yeah. Screaming to the heavens. Because <laughs> that's a whole mood. Yes. It is an entire mood. <laughs> yeah, this this first minute is just kind of a little bit of banter between... It's not even really banter. It's just Sam is, is trying to potentially just talk to Gollum after waking up and Gollum being like, I wasn't sneaking around. Well, okay, well, what are you up to, man? Sneaking. <laughs> like, Sam is always suspicious, but, like, rightfully so, because Gollum right. has tried to kill them. And Gollum did just throw the bread over. Yeah, but Sam edge. didn't see that. Right, but like he, like he should be suspicious of, yeah. of Sam. Yeah, and he does call him a slinker a little earlier in the movie. And Frodo a lot has, earlier in the movie. And Frodo has stopped being suspicious of Gollum, which is bad. That's like think- trusting trusting a person you know before was bad, but then like they did one thing to make you change your mind, and it's. It doesn't end up good or, in the end. Or I feel like it's more like um, trusting someone who's charming, but you know they're going to lie to you. But right. It's like, yeah, but exactly. I, but this person's really cool and really charming, so I do yeah. want to listen to him. It's like, but I know every time yeah. they get me and it's bad, but they're <laughs> so much fun to be around. Except it's weird because Gollum's not fun to be around, but because of like the ring and everything. And Gollum's to, not really charming either. Yeah, like because the ring and everything, Frodo's like, okay, I want to be okay with him. Yeah, like he's he he wants to accept him, and so he's doing it, even though it shouldn't be acceptable. He's carrying around a pretty good penalty to sense motive I, right now. I, uh, I think I think that um, Frodo's re- sense of reality is also being distorted by the ring. So like. He is suspicious of Sam, as we'll see um, later on this week. But his suspicion of Gollum, I think he's like less suspicious of Gollum because of the influence of the ring. Yeah. Do you think that's because the ring knows Gollum is bringing them closer to Sauron? Maybe. Maybe. Or because Gollum just had the ring for so long, they're like in tune with each other. Hmm. I always kind of took it as just... um... Well, and this gets into stuff later in the week, but Frodo is becoming more possessive of the ring. Mm -hmm. And so anything that leads towards the destruction of the ring, he is being suspicious of, even if he's not, like, he's not walking away from Mount Doom, Uh but he's trying to find excuses to make it harder to get to Mount Doom. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, he, he wants sense. reasons for it to fail yeah. without just saying, but I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I think the the ring is also kind of um, cashing in on that because it knows that Gollum doesn't actually want to destroy it. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think some part of Frodo still does. So it's like trying to convince Frodo that Sam is bad because Sam wants to destroy the ring because Sam knows that the ring is bad. Yeah, But Gollum, even though he might be, like, putting on a facade about how, like, maybe they should destroy the ring or whatever, 
he he really does not want the ring to be destroyed because it's Gollum. Right. <laughs> and right. his connection think, to the ring. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. It's good. Know. There's lots of layers. There is. Yes. The bulk of uh the bulk of the scene really starts next minute. <laughs> is when when Sam gets up, is the first thing he does put on a belt? It appears to be, yes. He is definitely strapping a belt when he in the wide shot where you can kind of see the valley behind him. Mm-hmm. But like it doesn't seem like it's going through any belt loops or anything. It just seems like he's wrapping a belt around. It's like Sam doesn't wear a utility belt. I mean, um, it might be the um the belt that holds his sword. Oh, he just had his, his sword. sword belt. Yeah, yeah. You probably don't yeah. want to sleep with that on. Yeah. No, probably not. That'd be uncomfortable. You roll onto it. It's just this, you know, bar of iron <laughs> that's also sharp. Yeah, I bet that's well, what it is. a scabbard. I hope so. That would make sense. I mean, you just have a bare sword through your belt. Just roll over. Gandalf doesn't it. have his sword in a scabbard. I think he does. No, we just don't see it. I mean, he has that's to have dangerous a scabbard. without a scabbard. I know. Imagine all the cuts down his leg. Yeah, that's not good. I am. I am like fairly certain that that scene that we see him sitting next week, like he does not have a scabbard in his like uh, his sword in a scabbard. It's just like chilling. can you even see his sword? Yeah, he's just sitting there. <laughs> Weird. Gandalf. I'm sure he had a scabbard Discipline. in other movies. You yeah. know, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm pretty know. sure in Moria that you see a scabbard. Mm. I don't know. Now I'm second guessing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's a problem with doing over 500 of these. <laughs> yeah. I've okay. now lost. Can I just say? I have no memory of this place. Yeah. I should throw out, though, like, we talked about how inconvenient it would be to sleep with your sword belt on because of rolling around and stuff. Frodo and Sam do not have room to roll around. <laughs> For this nap that they've been taking. True. I'd no, be, if you're a... I wouldn't be able to sleep on a cliff like that. Like, that would be just terrifying. To, I mean... To think that you could possibly even just scoot over just a tiny bit and then be falling and right? falling Hundreds and falling of feet. and falling. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, I've slept in weird places and positions and stuff. I mean, like, we've slept on a train. Right, but that's different from a cliff. True. I've slept on the edge of the bed. When Kester's been That's pregnant, <laughs> I've slept, like, right on the edge. That's almost like a cliff, right? <laughs> At one point, we had a spare... Um, mattress. Twi- yeah, we had a spare mattress and twin bed. And so we just set that up next to our main full-size bed. I was taking up go. too much space. And I just... And so I would just roll onto that. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> It was not as comfortable as our actual mattress, though, and so it sucked. So when 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 really I gave bad. birth, and I was like, "Hey, I can come back. You can back. come I was like, back on oh, the bed." He's so like, nice. Because oh. <laughs> it was like an old spare mattress that I had had from college, so it was like worn yeah. out and stuff. I was like, "This one sucks." Yeah. <laughs> I should point out we only have a full size bed, so it's yeah, not it's not, huge. It, it, yeah, it's not like we had a queen size bed that she was taking up. We have the smallest version of a two-person bed. Yes. Same. Someday. Right? <laughs> Someday we'll, like, not live in a tiny apartment. <laughs> and Oh, and the ledge that they're sleeping on has got to be super tiny because they're hobbits. Right? Yeah. This, so, like, Aragorn would not be able to sleep on that ledge. No. He'd have to be curled up into a little ball. Gimli, maybe. Maybe, yeah. But, like, very maybe. Because was Gollum sleeping? No, he was sneaking. But yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not convinced Gollum even actually sleeps. I don't not think he all? does. I don't think he he could. Like w- when we've seen him asleep, 
he's talking to himself. Like, Smeagol and Gollum are having an argument. Yeah, I don't think he sleeps. Yeah, I don't... Is there evidence of him, like, sleeping, sleeping for sure? We just see him, like, startle and open his eyes and then continue a conversation he was having while as- asleep, ostensibly. I mean, if um, right at the beginning it's of this possible movie. that he does it's, sleep, but oh. it's not going to be deep because he wakes up so Wait a second. suddenly all the time. I'm not right? sure if this is accurate. Oh, man. Now I'm trying really hard to remember. People with multiple personality disorder sometimes can go extended periods without sleep because the different personalities can basically function independently what and so there's, it can i mean there's all kinds of like weird science and, about and so it's almost patterns. like it's almost like a portion of the brain can get into a rem cycle when it's shut down because of their multiple personalities sections of their brain are inactive for extended periods of time i think oh man Whoa. i'm trying really Is hard to remember right? if i know any details wow. about this but that's kind of scary because there's also I know. time because there's definitely times when people with multiple personalities do things that and and the personalities do not know what's going right, on right. between them and but that's kind of scary to think that that someone with multiple personalities could go it's that not long. infinite time it's could not go, right but, but they could go long without without sleeping yeah and, or they don't have the same like negative effects um, yeah as rapidly or something like their body will get exhausted but their brain doesn't have the same huh. level of exhaustion I don't don't quote me on that for all I know that could have been like in a story, I could have. This could yeah. be from a comic book. Don't quote me; it's so, just going to be on the internet forever. Like, <laughs> it might, it might have been like in a comic book, so this might not be accurate. Like, yeah, because that sounds like Jekyll and Hyde levels. Yeah, of... I am fairly certain. Uh, I don't know how long ago it was, but I'm fair. I'm fairly certain that there's a guy out there in the world who was like in a car accident and just hasn't been able to sleep yeah. since, and he's fine. Ugh. That's that's spooky. He's, he hasn't had a day of a, a night of rest since his accident. Like I'm pretty sure there's a guy out there walking around that just hit his head really hard, can't sleep anymore, no adverse health effects. They would be doing some very significant studies on him if that's the case, though, because like sleep is one of life's great mysteries. Like scientists, are yeah, like, we know it's really important. We know everyone has to do it. We know you have to get a lot of it. We are not super clear on how it works, and also. Um, People's circadian rhythms change to if they spend a lot of time outside of the sun, which Gollum has. Um, people who have spent like six months underground, and they recommend only spending six months at a time in those kinds of conditions, um, they naturally gravitate towards a 36-hour cycle of 24 hours of functioning and then 12 hours of sleep. Weird. Instead of, instead of um, the 24-hour, they jump to 36 and do... 12 hours of sleeping instead of 8 hours of sleeping and then mm. double Whoa. that much awake. I wonder sometimes if my natural rhythm is closer to something like that. Well, because... it, it seems like it's the default without without an external light. It's weird to call the sun external light, but... Right. Yeah. Because I sometimes will go like 24, 30 hours with basically no sleep. But that's, is, that's and then, not good for you. And I'll yeah. feel fine. And then I'll sleep, and then I'll get a longer sleep, and I'll be refreshed when again. When is the last time that happened to you, though? Like, I don't know, five years ago? Yeah, see, that's not recent. Well, I mean... That might have just been college. You enforce a more <laughs> regular sleep pattern on me. Oh, good. <laughs> but maybe Gollum at some point got into a rhythm in his cave, and so he spent, like, 
four years sleeping, and now he can go the next eight years without any sleep. Just hibernating like a le- like a reptile with the with the ring sustaining him. He doesn't need to eat really. I mean, he, he had like five hundred years with the ring, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe he got his his cycle. It expanded from thirty six hours to thirty six years. Yeah, it's a thirty six year <laughs> cycle. Speaking of Gollum, and like this is a thing. I don't know if I brought this up before, but the ring has actually spent more time with Gollum than it ever has with anyone else. Including Sauron? Yeah. What? He did not have the ring for 500 years before it was taken from him. Really? I don't believe so. But that's, like, the ring itself. Because, like, it was his power that created the ring. The ring doesn't bring anything on its own. Right? Well, I mean, in in the movie, the ring is treated like a separate entity. Right, but it, it's like, it's a vessel where he put, I have this magic, and intention, and, you know, stuff, and I'm putting it here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he took something from him, put it into the ring. So so he had all of the, like, power and magic of the ring for longer. Oh, yeah. So, I get he had it for, Sauron had the ring for 1,850 years, Yeah, apparently. dude, like, there's oh. no way. So, like, the, the framing of, I guess I've just kind of forgotten that, because the framing of the movie is that he creates it, war starts. Sauron is crafty, though. Like, and and he's also kind of immortal, question mark? So, like, he, um, I mean, he's not, but, like, you know. Uh, he might as well be. He lives longer than an elf. Yeah. So, I think that he would just create it and then hold on to it and um he would have had to create it first right and then created the other rings no he uh he explicitly created it afterwards okay so how did how does it like bend the magic? because he had a hand in the creation of all the other oh, ones I see. so he he had a near direct hand in the creation of the other ones except for the elven rings who were the only ones that were made without him yeah right but the seven dwarven rings and the nine uh, the nine human rings were made in Sauron's presence. He was part of their creation process, mm-hmm. so he knew uh, he knew all the all the all the magic words that created them. Basically, so he was able to fuse things of the of those magics into the One Ring to be able to control them. Oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Like the idea is that the Elven rings are hidden from him because if he were ever to uh, possess them or perceive them directly. He would be able to corrupt them with the power of the one. He's because big on corrupting used... elvish stuff. Because it, yeah, <laughs> because it uses the same technique. Yeah, because those rings are, were only possible to be made because of the techniques that Sauron taught. Um, What's his face? Uh, Celebrimbor. Yeah. <laughs> like they were still made using techniques uh, Sauron taught Celebrimbor. Isildur had the ring for two years. Mm-hmm. That the movie is very misleading on that as well. Yeah, it makes it like six months. Yeah, it, not not very not long. Even. He's like, oh, I won this, and then I'm gonna like cross a river and die. Like, cause the the <laughs> prologue is just like Sauron builds the ring, makes the ring. He he makes these cool rings, and then he makes this not cool ring, and then war begins. Uh, I think it's the coolest one. Well, it depends on your perspective <laughs> from a certain point of view. Man, time compression in film. Yeah. What a topic. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, two thousand years. We're just gonna let's you just know. gloss over this. Yeah, I don't have any other notes for this minute. Is anybody else? I think we're saving it for for some heavier hitting moments. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're all from the website DuelingGenre.com. So go check out the site there and support us on Patreon if you if you so please. Okay. I'm asking ever so politely. <laughs>
Fedovin uh, is ever so polite. Yes, <laughs> I am indeed. Do you guys have anything you want to pitch out to the listeners to kind of... Little Mermaid, it, it is coming. It's coming. I've been editing and we're going to get the rest of it re- recorded. That feels like I'm... a million years ago. <laughs> it was... Oh, wow. I know. Two that. Years so, ago. Yeah. so when we were recording uh, Two Towers with you guys, um, I was pregnant with our, our second, uh, who is now... 14 months old and we had said we had put it off for a little bit and, and it's been it's, put off it's for... been put off a little bit longer but it's coming we promise <laughs> I mean, we recorded minutes for that didn't we life you, happens you guys yeah, did, did record you recorded good minutes for it <laughs> we are gonna put a little thing in beforehand saying hey these are probably about two years old recorded episodes please forgive us but yes it is coming nice boom that's exciting awesome So I hope everyone has a great Monday, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye.